following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome to Smartdown Boulevard. We are a pair of smarts that love to talk wrestling, but let's face it, it's not what it used to be. I am your host, Jose Solarzano, and he is my co-host, my friend, and all-around bad guy. As my mom would say, Yermaine Meredith. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm doing even better now that I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jose, Jose, your friend, your co-host, uh, Yermaine, Yermaine. Yeah, yeah, Yermaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's how she would say your name, 100%. Um, uh, Christmas is just around the corner when you think about it. And... Time is moving by really quickly. I don't. I don't know for you, but for me, this week has gone by so fast. It's ridiculous. It has, man. I was just saying the same thing to my uncle. Time just flies. Yep. But thank God it's the weekend. So. Oh, I know. I know. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's a new episode of Smartdown Boulevard. And to be honest with you, Jermaine. I have started my Christmas shopping, but there's always that last bit that you always leave for the end, and then it's like. December twenty fourth, and you're still buying Christmas gifts last minute, especially making <laughs> especially making that last LCBO run. I'm trying not to do that this year, <laughs> but like I'd say I'm like eighty percent done my Christmas shopping. How about you? I think you you're pretty ahead of the game. If I know you, I think I'm about ninety percent done. Okay, that's good. I'm still thinking about a one two mm-hmm. gifts to get, but. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully you don't leave them till the twenty fourth. You know that that's problematic. <laughs> but don't you find it too like there's no, always no, one thing that you leave last minute, even though you try to get ahead of the game. There's always something last minute. Like it's just it's inevitable. Always, always. Yeah, and one thing we want to implore our smart fans out there, as you all know, last week we released the nominees for the first ever annual Smarky Awards. The polls, the survey, actually, it's a funny story here, Jermaine. I know the idea was to put these. Uh, the awards and have our smart fans vote on Instagram. But I didn't realize <laughs> Instagram only allows for two, I guess for you to choose out of two options. And we have three nominees for each category. So I was just like, damn, this is going to work like this. And I don't want people answering questions because then they're just going to like put for tag team of the year. You know, they're going to put, Oh, why young bucks, young bucks. I'm like, no, those are not the nominees. People play yeah. within the rules you know what i mean so i had to create a yeah. survey still a poll still works it's on survey monkey we want to thank them for hosting that's uh these uh it's in part two so there's six in each because i'm not paying for the actual thing it's just you know what i mean <laughs> it, six on six part one part two and you know a lot of people have done the survey and it's interesting to see i mean i'm not going to say who's in the lead or whatever but some of them are very definitive and some of them are surprising. Um, but like I was saying, the poll, the surveys will close right after TLC finishes on the WWE Network. And that's December 20th. I'm thinking around 10 o'clock because that's when WWE pay-per-views have been ending now. They don't usually go the full four yeah. hours anymore. So by the time TLC finishes, that's it. The Smarky Award nominees, your, your chance to vote is over. So please, don't leave it to last minute. We take every vote counts, and this is for fun, but please, every vote counts. Please play along. This is our first time trying this, and again, I'm surprised. We've had a lot of votes, Jermaine, so there are people out there listening to us. It's not just you and I doing the show for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, vote for me. Did you vote already? Yeah, there's two votes on there. Oh, that's only us. <laughs> oh, that'd be so sad. It would be sad. Oh, right. it would be so sad. No, no. There's quite an amount of votes there. I'm really happy to uh, to announce that. And so, please, it's, there's still enough time. I mean, what are we today? It's the 11th. You still have over what eight days, nine days to vote. So head on over, check out our Instagram to see the nominees and to see the links to the uh, Survey Monkey surveys that we have created. And I'm just going to recap some stuff here, Jeremy, because it's interesting. You and I, we've discussed this at length between us, of course, but we haven't given our picks. And we want to give our picks for this just for fun, because I think we vary in our thoughts. And I have your picks, too, that I asked for you last week. So I'm going to run down the nominees here. And I'm going to ask you if, if, if you're still sticking with this one or if you want to change them. Just right. for fun. And let's see let's see if we can sway some of our smart fans out there to think differently than us, okay? So, but I'm going to start from the bottom uh, and then make my way to the top to the main prize that we have here. Okay, so the first one, Jermaine, is tear-jerking moment of the year. We have Undertaker's final farewell, Edge's return at the Royal Rumble, and Vince McMahon crying during the last ride. For me... Edge's return. <laughs> this guy's so quick. That is what you picked. I got Vince McMahon uh, crying during the last ride. That was emotional for me. Most shocking moment of the year. Edge's return, Roman Reigns alliance with Paul Heyman, or eye for an eye match. I think you put, yeah, you put Edge's return, of course. And uh, yep. I put Roman Reigns alliance with Paul Heyman. So we're different here. We're differing here. Match of the year. A very, very important category. And uh, for those, we have Randy Orton versus Edge at Backlash, Io Shirai versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley at In Your House NXT, and AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown on the June 12th edition of that show. I chose AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan because these guys went 45 minutes for the Intercontinental Championship on live TV. That's my pick. And do you remember your pick, Jermaine? Oh, man. Oh. I think I might have said Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. No, you said Orton versus Edge. Oh, I think you've changed your mind, huh? Oh, well, I'm sticking with that, man. You're sticking with Randy Orton versus Edge. Are you sure? Yes, 100% mm. sure. Okay, okay, interesting. Return of the year. Edge, Roman Reigns, Sting. You obviously picked Edge. And I'm going to agree with you here, Edge. Even though Sting, which we will be discussing later on on the show, <laughs> at length, even though he's made a big splash in professional wrestling over the last two weeks, I still think Edge's return at the Royal Rumble was hands down the return of the year. I mean, that oh, was yeah. just, we still talk about it to this day, and we will continue talking about that return for many years to come. I'm surprised if people vote another way, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it went Sting, because Sting has been making a big splash in the professional world, but we'll see on the 25th when we reveal the winners of these awards. Rivalry of the year, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Edge versus Randy Orton. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. You put Jericho versus uh, Chris. Uh, yep. Yeah, Jericho versus Moxley. Moxley versus Jericho. You're sticking yep. with that. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Mm. It was a good old-fashioned. Because it was a good old-fashioned long feud. And Jericho gouges eye out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was for the, the AEW championship. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good, long-standing feud. So it, it took me back to almost almost the Attitude Era, so I got to go with that. Wow, big praise for that rivalry. Okay. I mean, I went with... Drew. So one of the things that they did right over there. 
One of the things, yeah. Um, you can list those in one hand. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton is what I went with. Um, those guys gave slobber knocker matches from the Hell in a Cell to the uh, match that they had at Clash of Champions. I mean, these guys went at it, man, the whole year. And I, I think they looked so good working together. A lot of chemistry there. I'm going to give Drew versus uh, Randy Orton my pick. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Pay-per-view of the year. Clash of Champions, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. For me, hands down, Clash of Champions. For you, SummerSlam. Interesting pick. I think Roman Reigns has something to do with that. I didn't say WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) You mean part one or part two of WrestleMania? (laughs) I have to go with uh, part one of WrestleMania. You put WrestleMania? No, 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 no. <laughs> if I had to choose, but yeah. I'll stick with uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, okay. You're, yeah, you're sticking with SummerSlam. Best on the microphone, MVP, Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman. For me, it's Paul Heyman, hands down. That's just for me, but I know for you. It's you you know it's Montel, Montavious, <laughs> Porter. Come on. Come on. Don't be silly. Nah, I think Heyman. Don't be silly. I think Heyman. MVP is a good runner-up. I will give you that. MVP can back (laughs) up that talk, though. Paul Heyman just hides behind his clients. He's the perfect weasel. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It is. Most underrated superstar of the year. Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable, Bianca Belair. You went with Shelton Benjamin. I know you're a big fan of the Hurt Business and its shows. I am. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I went with Chad Gable because I, I think that guy's really talented, but that Shorty G thing just held him back this whole year, and then now we're supposed to take him seriously after that. It's going to take a while, but I think he is definitely the most underrated superstar. Breakout superstar. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, Bianca Belair is there too, but I think she will get her time eventually. Um, she, some say she should be there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how the smart fans vote. Breakout superstar of the year, Dominic Mysterio. Keith Lee, Rhea Ripley. We both chose Dominic Mysterio. Although, a lot of people vouch for Keith Lee. He's had a big year. He's come a long way. And Rhea Ripley is just on the cusp of becoming uh, one of the main contenders in the women's division in the WWE, especially after having that great match with uh, Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, which I think was uh, on part one, which is your pick of (laughs) part one or part two of WrestleMania. So we'll see. Yeah, I think it was on part one. Yeah, I think it was definitely on part one. Yeah. Are you sticking with Dominic, though? I am sticking with Dominic. And the reason being is because he's being pushed and he was never in NXT. He's on the main roster and he's getting a lot of opportunities added to him. And he's doing quite well for his experience and where he's at right now. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him screw up anything badly. I think he's been able to handle himself in the ring and against top guys like Rollins and also Buddy Murphy and yeah. wherever, wherever match he's been put in, he's been able to hold his own. So props to him. Yeah, man. He definitely has had a big year. Definitely a breakout superstar. And one, one that we didn't really see coming. I mean, I think I mentioned yeah. it before to you that when uh, SummerSlam was here in Toronto, and I asked Ray Mysterio, I was just like, when, when is Dominic going to be part of the show? And he said, in about a year. And exactly within that year, he had his match at SummerSlam with Seth Rollins. So okay. it looks like they really planned this out, and they planned it out well. So, I mean, kudos to them. 
kudos to them. You got the lowdown from your familia. Sí, mi familia, Rey Misterio 619, Latinos Unidos Poderoso. I had to do it. Calm down, I had to go there. Someone get this man off the show, please. Um, (laughs) Now we get to the four prestigious categories on the Smarkies. And for that, we need the music, Jermaine. That's right. It's the four prestigious categories. Let's start with female tag team of the year. Sasha Banks and Bailey, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, Asuka and Carrie Sane. I miss Carrie Sane. I'll never stop saying that. But <laughs> what is your pick? I don't think I got it down. I don't think I asked you that one. Interesting. Sasha Banks and Bailey. Sasha Banks and Bailey. Okay, that is my pick as well, even though I miss Carrie Sane. But I think Sasha Banks and Bailey at one time this whole year, they had all the gold in the women's division. So that cannot yep. be looked over. You know, that's a big accomplishment, even though a lot of the female talent were not happy with that, which, you know, they have every right not to be. But uh, they had a big year. <laughs> and Sasha is still having a big year. So there you go. Male Tag Team of the Year. FTR. Street Profits. Or the Lucha Bros. I mean... We differed here, and surprisingly, we differed. You went with the Lucha Bros, and I went with FTR. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, then I'm changing my mind right now. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna I say, gotta... I'm changing my mind, too. I'm going with Lucha Bros. Because, you know, like I said, going... Latinos Unidos okay. Poderoso. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to go with... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that down already before. You no, started. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did. I just because I know I didn't say no lucha rose. Yes, you did. Get the heck out of here, bro. I'm gonna pull the clip and I'm gonna show you. Okay, I'm gonna pull it and I'm gonna show you that you said lucha bros. But I figured you go. Right. I figured you go with street profits. It makes sense. Anyway, female. Well, how'd you figure that? Because <laughs> you. Because one of them, you say they're very athletic. Um, what else were you thinking? <laughs> I, I was. I changed my mind to them because, yeah, they're very athletic. And mm-hmm. they've been holding down the tag division for a while, even though they do silly things. Mm-hmm. But they're tag champs, and they they do good at tag team wrestling. So I got to give it to them. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sure that's not the only reason, but for sure. Uh, <laughs> and they're my peoples. <laughs> you said it, not me, man. Next category: <laughs> female superstar of the year: Io Shirai, Hikaru Shida, and Bailey. I went with Io Shirai. I'm really big on her. I'm a big fan. Michelle's a big fan. We have our own Io Shirai fan club here at the house. <laughs> We're going with Io Shirai. How about you, Jermaine? You said Bailey. Are you sticking with Bailey? Uh, yes. I got to stick with her. Okay. If not, I would have said, Hikaru Shida! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Wow, that's really good, man. That's way better than Excalibur. Um... I will say, or as Jim Cornette calls him, excrement. Um, oh. <laughs> I will say 
I debated Bailey because of Bailey. Are you okay there? Did I lose you? Um, <laughs> that's what he calls oh, it. Oh, Jim Cornette's team watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> excrement is good. <laughs> you know, I, I am a little bit biased with Io Shirai. But Bailey, I would not be surprised, and I would not be uh, disappointed if she took this because um, Bailey did hold. Are you okay? <laughs> did I lose you? <laughs> I'm like yo, yo, I'm like yo, is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, is this guy okay? I'm like, is he making noise? Like, what's going on? I don't know what to do. I kept on going. I was trying to be professional. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he calls him. That's that's exactly uh, Um <laughs> Yeah, like I said, Bailey would be a good choice too because um uh she held the WWE women's smackdown championship for s- the longest reign. So she definitely deserves that. Um are you okay? Yep. I'm good now. Okay. I'm good now. Ever since Bailey cut her hair. Came out and flashed her little uh, air buddies or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she's been on fire. Total And change. I like the heel persona. Yep. Yeah. Definitely not that the hunter. Very, yeah, that that just lit her career up. It did. She'll, she'll go down as a great heel. For she's sure. doing her job well. For sure. She definitely did. She definitely, she was rewarded for sure for holding that title for so long. Um, and then yeah. the last award of the night on Christmas Day will be the male superstar of the year, Drew McIntyre, John Moxley, or Randy Orton. Three amazing nominees, three superstars that definitely deserve to be on here. Jermaine. I picked Drew, and I believe you picked Drew McIntyre as well. Are you changing yeah. it at all? No, I'm not. I'm not changing it at all. He he had a phenomenal year, even the build up to the Rumble and everything. Yeah, he he's on top, man, and he, the WWE Championship rightfully deserves to be around his ways. Definitely. So, yeah, he's. I agree. I agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. Folks, remember, the surveys are up there. Check out our Instagram page at Smartdown Boulevard to cast your vote. The surveys will close right after TLC on Sunday, December 20th, 2020, and we will be revealing the winners of the first ever Smarky Awards on Christmas Day on episode 37 of Smartdown Boulevard. We'll be right back to discuss the icon Sting on Smartdown Boulevard. You're listening to Smart Down Boulevard. Welcome back to Smart Down Boulevard. Now, for this week, we thought, what's everyone talking about still in the wrestling world, Jermaine? Hmm? Who's, what's everyone talking about still? Sting! Exactly. It's still Sting. Sting showed up on AEW Dynamite after months of speculation. He shows up and leaves us wanting for more, leaves us with a bunch of questions unanswered because he just comes around, walks around, stares at the baby faces, doesn't say anything. Tony Schiavone goes off on commentary, trying to just 
make this moment awesome in AEW history, which he has because everyone's talking about that as well. But I just want to say everyone was waiting to hear what else there is with Sting in AEW. And this past Wednesday on Dynamite, they teased, we're going to hear from Sting. And we were anticipating this, Jermaine, because we want to know, is he going to wrestle? What's he in AEW for? What is going on? Why would Tony Khan shell millions upon millions of dollars to this 61-year-old, you said? 63-year-old? 61. 61-year-old to come back to the yep. wrestling world. And an unhealthy 61-year-old. Not because he's out of shape, but because of the injuries that he sustained um, with his run into WWE that made him retire at that time, actually. So, yeah. what happens? We're all waiting for him to speak. And the first thing he says is... Nice to see you, old friend, to Tony Schiavone. That's the first thing he says in AEW. First thing he says. And I was just like, do you remember in WCW when Sting finally spoke? He addressed Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It was meaningful when he first spoke in WCW. When he came back, when he was no longer Surfer Sting, and he became Crow Sting. They teased him for weeks. They didn't say anything. Yeah. He just pointed the bat. And then finally when he spoke, he said, I'm coming for you, Hogan. And that's what happened. It was meaningful. Here they just kind of like, we've been waiting for so long to hear from him. And he just starts talking to Tony Schiavone. Hey, pal. One time. Can you see it's Sting again? One more time, please. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> eh, maybe we're just being picky at this point, Jermaine. But I'm just curious. I mean, clearly, I'm pretty sure there are talks. And there was this interesting article in Sports Illustrated that they wrote about Sting's return. I just want to read to you this part, and it kind of answers the question, is Sting going to wrestle? And it says here, even with his advanced age, there are plans for Sting to eventually enter in the ring in AEW. A year ago, in regards to one more match, Sting told Sports Illustrated, and I quote, I could get in condition and I could pull it off, end quote. Now, this really doesn't mean that Sting's going to wrestle every week, obviously. But when he wrestles, they're going to build it up. And it's going to be with stars that they have to push. And, of course, guess who starts kind of like a long-term program with Sting? My good old friend, Cody Rhodes. And it's been That was one of my favorite parts. Really? (laughs) I think you and I liked that for two different reasons, though. And I want to hear why you liked it. Why did you like that part? I liked that part because... Cody was in the ring, and he's like, oh, I can't wait to share a ring with you, Sting, and blah, blah, blah. And then Sting just goes up to him, and he's like, thanks, kid, but I'm not here for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just shut Cody down. Because Cody, he just, he, he tries to play the Triple H role, you know? And he just wants to take a crack at Sting first. So Sting just like, well, I'm not here for you. And you just kind of just shut him down yep. fast. Because the world, AEW doesn't revolve around Cody. Yeah, tell that to Cody. He's though. a mid-carder. <laughs> Listen, this is part of the reason why I hate Cody Rhodes. And I love that part because it belittled Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and I was jumping like a little kid when Sting said that. Yep. And I became a big Sting fan. After he did that, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> but, of course, long-term booking here is that they're finally going to go at it probably next year 
at All In or All Out, whatever they call it. You know, their WrestleMania yeah. pay per view, which it's a given. Cody wants to be involved with everything, and Cody has said that Sting is his all time favorite wrestler, and it's it's bound to happen. And I think they're going to use that to elevate Cody, not from mid card. They're trying to get him to upper card, you know, the main card, upper tier wrestler. But they're only going to get him to like upper, upper, upper mid card. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I don't think Cody will ever be a main event player. I'm sorry, I just, I just don't see it, man. And because you and I, I thought you were going to like it for a different reason. I thought you were going to like uh, when you spoke to Sting because you said that you were looking forward to them wrestling right away. But no, I'm not looking forward to them wrestling right away. And I like how he belittled him. He said, no, I'm here for other things. What other things? Yeah. I don't know, Jermaine. He didn't even make that clear. There's still more questions to be answered. But let me play you this and see how it played out because I just want to listen to it again. I just love it. Listen. It's awesome. Welcome back. <laughs> I should start. I should start by asking you, well, rather thanking you for the assist last week. But I think it'd be more apropos. Apropos. Listen, listen. Uh, Stop it. Stop it. Ugh. If I just got to the point. Yeah, just get to the point, man. Just, I mean, your lisp is struggling. I have been waiting to share a ring with you for a very, very long time. Mm. Oh, okay. Cody, <laughs> Sting kind of just like smirked at him. That was the best. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Long time. Listen, listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cody, Ed, I'm not here for you. <laughs> mm. At least not right now. And I love how he pats him on the on the back, like at least not right now. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's something that makes me feel at home in this place. I mean, there's uh. something really familiar about it. I mean, something really, really familiar about this place. And when he says that, he's pointing to Darby Allen, who's in the stands holding the TNT Championship belt, kind of the way yeah. Sting used to chill in the rafters. Yeah. Obviously, yep. Yep. and obviously he's going to go after Darby Allen. And I would not be surprised if Sting picked up a win in a quick fashion because Sting was the face of TNT back in the day. He was the network. He was the face of WCW that was on TNT. The franchise player. The franchise, the icon. So it only makes sense that they would want to put that ugly belt on him. And then long-term booking, long-term booking have Cody regain his belt back. But then it seems to me like what happens to Taz now? Is he lost in the mix there? Uh, Taz's crew? What's going to happen there? There's a lot of things that can happen here, but they need to protect Sting. They can't have him go on and have 40-minute matches. It's just not going to happen. You know, I, no. I hope it doesn't happen. I mean, who knows? I mean, Darby 15 Allen. 15-minute match. Fifteen? That's even pushing it, man. I think he's almost at like that Goldberg. Oh, wow. I think he's almost at that Goldberg and Lesnar level where it just has to be kind of quick and 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 they need to work big spots quickly and just I don't know. I, I'm scared for the guy. I really so what? Scorpion Scorpion Death Drop, Scorpion Death Lock, then go home? No. Stinger splash Stinger Splash. Okay. Followed by Scorpion Deathlock and then Scorpion Death Drop and then one two three. 
<laughs> that's that's how I would book it. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, there's going to be more, obviously. But, I mean, the, the main point here is just to keep Sting safe. The man's 61 years old. He doesn't have to be doing this. He really doesn't. But yeah. there's two things here. Number one, I'm sure Tony Khan's millions, the compensation he's getting is extraordinary. Probably the most money he's ever made. Okay. And number two, WWE's use of Sting was not the greatest. And we've discussed this at length here on SmackDown Boulevard. And I think that weighs heavy on a professional wrestler, especially one of the magnitude of Sting, the icon Sting. I mean, do you really think he wants his last time in the ring to be against Seth Rollins when he got injured? No. I don't no, think so. Exactly. So I think this ha- that has a lot to do with this too, but they have to do it safely. And they have to do it right. The yeah. ball is in Tony Khan's um, hand and also with these executives too. Because you know they're going to be like, oh, when do we get to be in the ring with Sting? When, when, when can we get the rub? When can, you know, It's like, do it right. Let this guy go off into the sunset and do it well. Do something that WWE couldn't do. Then I'll respect AEW a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. Right? I mean, I think that's fair to say, right, Jermaine? Yeah, hopefully they don't have any job to uh, Cody. Like he did the Triple H. It might. It might happen. Because I think they're going to use that match to elevate Cody to some, like, upper tier. I don't see Cody losing to Sting. I really don't. It's almost like passing the torch. But what torch in this point? You know what I mean? It's just, I mean. It's a, it's a candle that's almost about to go out. <laughs> it's like a pencil, you know, that you can't even put through the pencil sharpener because it's just there's nothing left. There's no lead left. <laughs> Too short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's just let's just listen into this. And Darby's over. Believe it or not, man's over. Yeah. I mean, it's like look at ringside here i see that the uh, animals are the same i'm guessing he means wrestlers right the bottom line is yeah i'm in the jungle this is the jungle and the stinger has come full circle the stinger is in the jungle and on tnt once again that's right see tnt that's all it's all about Get ready, folks. Like I said, sir, welcome back. Hmm. Cody, (laughs) I know that you know every single thing that goes on around this place. But you know me, too, and you know what I say. The only thing for sure about Sting... Is nothing's for sure. Except this. I am signed officially with AEW. And I plan on being <laughs> close to the AEW wrestling fans and in this promotion for a long time. Oh. I plan on spending a lot of time right here.
But the way I choose to play, Cody, is it's, it's my business. Another tap, belittling him, bullying him around like he's nothing. <laughs> I love it. See you around, kid. His arm around him. Yep. <laughs> See you around, kid. You know, Cody, Cody didn't have to be there, to be honest with you. Like, I could do without Cody, of course. But, hey, man, I'm intrigued. He, he needed the rub. He yeah. needed the rub, man. He, he Come needed, on. He, he had to be in the ring with him. He just had to. <laughs> oh, my God. To be honest with you, I'm excited. All in all, I'm, I'm worried, but I'm excited. And I am going, and we are especially here going to continue Sting Watch going into 2021 because this is really invigorator wrestling. Especially for me and AEW. There's something to look forward to in AEW. We're not going to discuss anything else about AEW. One thing I do want to bring up, and one thing that was bothering me, not bothering me, but it's just been on my mind a lot because of the whole resurgence of Sting and what came of it. And this is kind of like this week's topic, kind of integrated with Sting Watch here. Sting versus Undertaker will never happen anymore. I think it's fair to say, Jermaine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see it happening anymore. I really don't. And I don't know how to feel about that because definitely it's been told that Sting wanted to have that match with The Undertaker. He wanted to have a cinematic match for the ages. But Vince McMahon said, I don't see it. I don't see the appeal. Fine. It's, it's his company. He has every right to think that way, even though he's wrong. But... And The Undertaker has gone and said on record, I think it's one of those matches that is better left in one's fantasy booking than it actually taking place. And I think where Undertaker is coming from is that if we would have had it when Sting was in WWE, both of them would have not been in their prime, obviously. And Undertaker at that time, his body was withering away already, and he just wasn't the Undertaker that we knew. And... It left me thinking and wondering, and I'm going to pose this question to you, Jermaine. Are you kind of happy that this never happened, or would you have wished to see it happen in any capacity? Sting versus Undertaker. I would have to say that it should have happened sooner. And I'm talking WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31. Sting should have been the first guy that Undertaker faced at WrestleMania. I don't understand why Triple H needed that. We already had the whole invasion angle. Yeah, We didn't need for them to play on it again at WrestleMania 31, which is what made the match kind of hokey for me because they brought all in. They brought all those aspects in the match too when it could have just been a single match. Yeah. But now the time is it's long gone now. Undertaker isn't what he used to be. And for him to come out of retirement just to face Sting, who's 61, no. I, I wouldn't want to see it. If it was a cinematic match, it could work. But live, no. You would see so much holes poking through in their game. It wouldn't be good. It would just be scary and sad to watch. It would. It definitely would. And, and yeah, I never realized how much older, well, not how much older, but I never realized that Sting was older than The Undertaker. Um, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, what? I thought it was the other way around, you know what I mean? But um, even then, I mean, even if they were the same age, let's say, forget about age, you know? Um, 
It yeah. would be scary to see them because it wouldn't be the match that we would have expected, obviously. I think for them to have face-off, aside from WrestleMania 31, was during that invasion angle back in the day in 2001. The best thing to ever happen, and the perfect time for it to happen, had, you know, of, of course, Ted Turner, not Ted Turner, yeah, so Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff signed these WCW wrestlers to these ridiculous contracts that allowed them to stay home even after the fact WCW was gone. You know, so of course they're not going to go and beat themselves up and work at another federation. Why would they do that? I mean, but then after that, during that time, what's there? he was the American badass. Wouldn't you want to see the dead man versus Sting, or would you want to see the American badass? See, versus, see yeah. that's, that's a good thing that you bring up there. I think there would have been some excellent long-term, long-term booking there that would have saw The Undertaker go back to being the phenom, the dead man, in order to have that Sting versus Undertaker quintessential match. I mean, the mm. most loyal superstars from the Monday Night Wars going at it. Yeah. It had to be done. I mean, that's when it, the time was right. After that, I mean, these cinematic matches are just, you know, at this point, it's just it's going to happen a lot more now, but... And I think that would have been a good way to do it now in their state, but it just wouldn't have been the same, Jermaine. We would have been complaining about it. I guarantee you. There's just no way around that. Uh, I don't think I would have been complaining about it so much because yeah, you would I, would just, I would just be happy to just see them finally fighting each other. I'd just be glad for that. And I, I know you feel different, but I didn't really mind the Boneyard match too much. <laughs> so... Hey, I know. camera magic, you can make them look great, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I hear you on that one. I hear you on that one. But here's another thing to, to think about. Undertaker, during his last couple of matches, when his body wasn't 100%, he went up against guys that were athletic and guys that were able to carry and sustain a match with him. If you had Undertaker versus Sting, here you have two grizzled veterans who don't have the stamina, per se, to feed off of each other. It'd be the same thing one-on-one, you know what I mean? Undertaker had yeah. all these like young guys that he fought. Even Sting, when he came to WWE, he had Triple H, he had Seth Rollins. These wrestlers, I can still go at it in a way. If you had Undertaker and Sting nowadays, it would be one of those like you know heavyweight wrestling uh, or heavyweight boxing matches where the guys just hug each other because they're so lethargic <laughs> the whole time. You know what I mean? And that would be sad to watch. Yeah, I'd hate true. to see that, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't think that would have yeah. worked. So, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a shame we're never going to well, see. Well, we're going to have to we're going to have to relive those dream matches in our video games. Well, that is if 2K or whatever company WWE is with finally comes up with a great game. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, that's the only way we'll be able to live out that fantasy booking. To be honest with you, um, because I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's a shame. Yeah, it's it a shame. A big shame, and it's so it's so bad on WWE that they couldn't. Get this to happen. Yeah, I what is understand. that? What is the thought? They don't there? know their fan base. Is that what it comes down to? Like an old man who just doesn't know anything anymore, or just He's out of touch? Yeah, eh? I mean, we hear that all the time, but uh, for him to say that he doesn't see the appeal is it, it, just beyond me. It's, it's mind-boggling for him, the friggin' CEO, chairman of the board, to not see the appeal. That just goes to show you that he doesn't care what his fans want. Yeah, yeah. Or do you think it's like a pride thing too, where it's just like Undertaker's his guy, you know, 
his creation going up someone else's creation, someone that you know he had nothing to do with. Why should he? Why would she? Why Why should Sting share the same ring as the Undertaker, the ultimate character of all time? I think that it might could have be a, with it. It could be that because he probably doesn't see the character of Sting being on par with the Undertaker. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's more him being out of touch because if it was solely based on pride, then he'd have Undertaker to squash thing like a bug you know yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's him not knowing his fan base anymore and not not being able to read them yeah because that's a big match that fans have wanted for years absolutely and we haven't gotten that and we'll never get it unless Undertaker debuts as the Reaper in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd have to be like 15 years from now, you know, because that's when WWE signed him for. So there you go. Sting would be what, 75? Yeah, I don't think so. There's another question, too, before we we wrap things up here on SmackDown. Who would you have win that match? I mean, I would hate to see Sting lose, and I'd hate to see The Undertaker lose. So who would win? How would you book the ending of that match? Where is it going to be? There you go. Where is it going to be? What's the stipulation? What is the buildup to it? There's so many factors in there. But just out of personal, like out of, you know, from your from the top of your head, who would you want to see win that match? Honestly. Taker. <laughs> Taker. Is it just because you like Taker better or because it just makes sense? I like Undertaker better. Okay. Yeah. Now, would you still book it that I way? Have- would you still book it that way if this was Sting's first WrestleMania? Yeah, Undertaker. So you think Undertaker wins under any circumstances that match? At WrestleMania, yes. Interesting. Interesting. How are you going to have Sting beat the streak? Well, at this point, he wouldn't be beating the streak. Brock Lesnar took care of that. True. But then for him to lose two times in a row? This would be the third time he loses at WrestleMania, if anything. Hmm? See? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. <laughs> Interesting, though. Interesting yeah. to think. Did, can you see why I was thinking about this this whole week? <laughs> this is what has been on yeah. my mind this whole week. And I'm like, this has to be discussed. Because I can't be the only one who just, I don't have answers for this. I mean, uh, imagine being Vince McMahon. Maybe he just didn't want to deal with it. Maybe it comes down to that. Maybe it's just like, nope, there's just too much that can come out of it. There's too many politics. Too much backlash can be ha- could happen after this match. That might be a two. I'll give Vince McMahon the benefit of the doubt. Why not? If I'm this perturbed, I'm not. A, I'm not even. I don't have any share in WWE. I don't have any thought processes with anything that goes on there. Anything I feel. Now imagine how Vince feels. It's a lot. It's a lot to ponder. Yeah. This this is a match. The match of the biggest match in professional wrestling. That would be the biggest match that everyone has been anticipating, you know? There's no you can't win. You can't win. You can't satisfy both sides. You really can't. That's true. Undertaker versus Sting. I don't think it'll ever happen. So no. pull out your video games and make it happen. <laughs> That's the only way it'll happen. It's the only way. With that being said, Jermaine, we will keep a close eye on Sting. We'll be watching him from the rafters here on SmartDown Boulevard on AEW and Cody. Get the hell out of the way. Let Sting do what he has to do without you being involved. Get out of the ring. (laughs) We'll be right back on SmackDown Boulevard. 
Attention Smarks, calling all Smarks. We want to talk to you about our friends over at Anchor. Many of you are listening to us on Anchor already, but if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. It's free? Yes, free. And after hearing what Anchor can do for you, you won't believe that it's free. All right, I'm listening. Tell me more. So on Anchor, you can use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more audio streaming platforms. And did we mention that it's all free? All free. Yes, you heard it again. Free. So Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you ever thought about starting your own podcast, now is the time to do it and use Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the boulevard. Welcome back to Smart Down Boulevard. All right, let's end things here this week uh, by saying that please vote for the first ever annual Smarky Awards. Head on over to Smart Down Boulevard on our Instagram page at Smart Down Boulevard, and uh, you'll see the link for the two uh, surveys on SurveyMonkey and cast your votes. Remember, those uh, votes, the polls will close on the 20th of December right after WWE's TLC. Jermaine, are you going to be watching TLC? I don't think I am, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, maybe. There's nothing enticing yet. Yeah, there's nothing that really grabs me right now, but maybe I'll see a few clips here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, tables, ladders, and chairs match. Yeah, I might tune in for that. Tables, yeah. ladders, and chairs. There might be some crazy spots there. Drew has been doing some crazy spots here, and AJ Styles is like an athletic specimen, especially at his age at this point. The only thing I don't like about yep. AJ Styles right now is this guy almost with him. I just don't – he doesn't need him. He really doesn't. Like, Yeah, he really doesn't. He just serves for com- com- comedy relief. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I was just like, eh, whatever. Oh, but, yo, the Hurt Business is going after the Raw Tag Team Championships, Cedric and Benjamin. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew something would grab you. <laughs> I knew. Uh huh. We'll see. I, I hope they strip the titles <laughs> off of the new day. I want to see that. Yo, you've been calling for that and for the long time. From the- <laughs> Could you imagine if they win the tag titles? Bobby Lashley is a U.S. champ, and then MVP conquers um, Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. The Hurt Business has all the gold somewhere. I'd love that. That'd be great. As of right now, I'm not going to tune into the whole show. There's a couple of matches, but let's see what WWE has up in, up their sleeves in the coming week because things can change on an instant. Vince McMahon is all over the place, as you have heard here on SmartDown Boulevard. As always, yeah. you can listen to us on Anchor.fm, on their app, online. You can download it for free. You all know that. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a whole lot more, including CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio public for more content and to connect with us find us on instagram at smartdown boulevard that's at smartdown blvd to keep the conversation going and you can also listen to classic smartdown boulevard episodes on youtube don't forget to comment subscribe hit that bell notification and like us on youtube just search smartdown hit that space button blvd it is that easy jermaine in two weeks, we'll be revealing the winners of the first annual Smarky Awards. I am excited. Go out there, Smarks, and vote. Until next week, Jermaine, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. 
No problem, sir. It's always a pleasure. Until next time, Smarks, tuck your chin in. This is Smart Down Boulevard.